Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Welcome back. Always great to see Darren Dreger from TSN. It's our first time this year. Hi, Dregs. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Now, is today the cutoff? Like, we can say Happy New Year. Do you know, it's I haven't Thursday. I haven't said it to anybody for a couple of days. So, yeah, okay. I think we're probably in cutoff mode. This year is not the only David uh, rule from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Well, probably. It's like yeah. Thursday. That's it. I See, in our business, though, I feel like you should be able to go to the end of the week because you know, we're constantly in communication with contacts and colleagues and whatnot. I mean, yeah. how do you, if you, if you haven't talked to them during the holidays and you have to ask a question, do you not start by saying, hello, happy yes. new year. What yeah. do you think of this? Yeah. I think, yeah, maybe get, let's get to Sunday and then I, I would have exhausted the. But what if like in, and then I'm going to tell you this and I, let's get to hockey talk after, but in Quebec, for example, everything is off this week as well. So when you go back to work, like our school next Monday, it's January the 8th. Let's say you have wow. a show like Sabres live and you haven't been on the air since the new year. Do you start January 8th by saying happy new year, everyone? Like it's Monday, January the 8th. Like it's probably yeah. late, but you have to. Yeah. yeah. I think you would have to. I think that'd be acceptable. But, I mean, you've done worse things in Quebec, I'm sure, over time, Marty. I've celebrated New Year's on August the 1st, so let's just see <laughs> that way. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Darren, you weren't with us right when we went to break, but we were promoting uh, a mental health awareness night that the Sabres have been involved in, and yeah, it's happening nice. again on January 17th. And I just thought this was incredibly fitting that during the commercial break, I saw this statement from Oliver Shillington in the Calgary Flames. Mm. And he said, his statement today was, I feel I'm in a good place with my mental health and ready to take another step forward. Returning to Calgary has been the right decision. I have felt tremendous commitment from Flames ownership, management, and my teammates. And I'm appreciative of yeah. the support and resources made available to me. I also thank my family, friends, and fans for their encouragement. I'm looking forward to getting back on the ice in a team environment and back to my everyday life. I have missed it very much. Hmm. This is Calgary's had a really interesting year. Um, it was a huge, it was a, I mean, oh my gosh, this organization, when you think of everything that yeah. they've gone through, right? There's just been so much heartache and uh, and challenges here in the last calendar year. Chris Snow passing, um, but when Oliver wasn't able to, to start the year, um, I think it quickly became overlooked, you know, his absence. And yep. yet when you when you recognize and he's gonna he's gonna start a stint with the Wranglers, um yeah. I, this is an incredibly positive development, um, but he's also shown tremendous bravery in this. In this, I, I, 
it's it's hard not to be really excited for for him and the Flames and with with great hope here as we talk about you know a new year. Yeah, I mean it's a success story right now as as we're looking at Oliver Shillington and the fact that you know he's he's resuming his professional career and just logistically speaking he yeah it's a conditioning stint with the Calgary Wranglers um he won't be there for very long uh as long as is allowed just to try and get him up to pace get him up to speed uh and get him ready for the National Hockey League but you know, I, I've I've kept close watch on this story because he's represented by JP Barry from CAA Hockey, and you know, again, it's a private, confidential matter. Mm-hmm. So we know some of it, we don't know most of it, and frankly, it's nobody's business. What we what we knew is what the the Calgary Flames are willing to share, and that was that he was going through a real difficult personal matter, family related. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, most definitely was mental health associated as well. Well, as an organization, as a players association, as an agency at CAA Hockey, they did everything right. They gave this young man all the opportunity, the time, the treatments required, um, everything, and did not push or put any pressure on him to return to North America, let alone to return to pro hockey. So the right. fact that he's back and has been for a while, has been training aggressively and is ready to jump back very soon into the National Hockey League. I don't know how you describe it, anything other than a true success. Other than reminding people that, you know what, he's a really good player. And here's hoping that he can get himself back to that level so he can feel like he's contributing at that level. It's, it's, it's great. It was the same thing with Samuel Gerard of the Colorado Avalanche. When he came yeah. back, he said, I, yeah. I am a different person now. And it was... It, it, it let go year after year. And I go back to even when I played, right? Like mm-hmm. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, whatnot. Like yeah. we we were almost afraid to say, hey, I'm not doing good. I need time off. Like, no, like it was grind, 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 oh, grind. Yeah. I think the advancement that we've done over the last 10 years are, are tremendous. And we should continue to uh, to develop more of that. And it's there- society in general, though, isn't it, fellas? Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. a great thing. But not that these these individuals that we've identified here want or need or care to be role models. But when you're a professional athlete, it it does. It comes with a territory. So -hmm. when you show the level of courage that these men have, well, Mm -hmm. what message does that send to average Joes like us or Mm -hmm. the young players, male and female, who are making their way at at various levels of, of hockey? You know, I used to be in, in, in on a minor hockey board and we'd have these seminars on a, an annual basis and sometimes more than a couple of times a year, primarily with our coaches to make sure that your environment is it's OK, speak up no matter what it is. Well, that's easier said than done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you yeah. can you can tell a young person, OK, you, you need to speak up if you're not if something's going on in your world that you're not comfortable with, you're not feeling good about. So when you get Oliver Shillington, you get Sam Gerrard, when you get all of these, these again, quote unquote, role models doing what they've do, uh, done, showing the bravery, mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's just great messaging in my opinion. Well, I've had the good fortune to um, be in Rochester a couple of times this year when Spencer Knight was uh, in the visiting goal crease. Another and great so, story. So, yeah. right. But it takes time. Yeah. And, you know, Spencer... Again, he didn't have to, but then when he opened up about what had been plaguing him and really hurting him um, mentally in preparation for games and things like that, I just, I I can't, I just can't help but be 
encouraged every time I see him. Yeah, and and I almost, Darren, which is the unusual for me, I almost don't even look at any of his statistics. I just mm. care that he's playing, right? Yeah. And, and and that's and that's what Florida obviously has been hand in hand with him. And and he'll get back someday, yeah. but it, Guys, he's not he's it, not being rushed. No. And it's so, so funny you talk about that because I was talking with Matthias Samuelson in the airport in Ottawa the other day, and he goes, Marty, where did you live in Philly when you were in Philly? So I was in Voorhees, right in the same street as Simon Gagne. He goes, all oh, right, by that plaza there, and I'm like. I forgot about the plaza because I used to stop at the same convenience store and grab a chocolate bar on the way. Like it was my, like it was superstitions. And one time Simon Gagne was like, Marty, we don't have time to stop. There's traffic. We got to get there. I'm like, no, I have to stop. Like it was almost like I was consumed by that type of preparation and superstitions or whatnot. And nowadays they would say, Hey, listen, Let's let's work on this because that's yeah. not healthy that no, you right. like have to do all these things and you know put your right like let's work on this and players now are better about that. Yeah. But anyway, it reminded me of that when I was talking well, to Samuelson about it. And then just to wrap up, here's why I, I you know, and I'm going to identify these two goalies, you know, oddly enough. And I'm I'm thinking of Jack Campbell and I'm thinking of Ilya Samsonov. Yeah. And I'm not blaming the media relations people of the Edmonton Oilers or the Toronto Maple Leafs. But how many times after a game where the goalie has obviously struggled mightily and on more than one occasion, you get the same response where they just dive on the sword. I was terrible. I need to be better. I need yeah. to be this. I need to be that. You know, I, I've gotten to a place, maybe it's just with age, where I don't want to even hear from those poor guys mm-hmm. after games like that. It's one thing if, if, if you've had an off night. And you let in a lousy goal. But generally speaking, you're having a good season. Those two guys have been more or less self-tortured through a yeah. process, you know? Mm-hmm. So there are times where I wish um, they'd, they'd have a little bit more protection or certainly maybe to go down a different path like some of these other players have to try and, and get the help required. A media scrum is not a therapy session. It's far from it. So maybe it would be like, <laughs> listen, let's like have like yeah. some – some kind of conversation right now about how you're feeling. What you like instead of having to answer the media. But yeah. you're right. I think things yeah. are going to change as well. But hey, that's we'll what's going on by the way, this week with Samsonov. That's what's yeah. going on with Samsonov. Yeah. yeah, because he's not going to play right. He's just no, getting himself no. healthy again. He's, mentally, he's working with like, a yeah with 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 the psych coaches and yeah he's doing on ice stuff with the Toronto Maple Leafs coaching staff, the goalie yeah. coaches and whatnot. But a lot of this is mental driven so that he feels good about himself so that he can even possibly hit a reset button to get back to the NHL. But reset was the word the Rangers used with Hedl allowing him, yeah. right, to, to be at home now as he tries to come back from injury. Like, the, it sounds like the, it's just the right thing to do for him to yeah. have the best chance to get better and Agreed. come back at the same level. So, again, yeah. these are these are good changes that we're seeing um, well, good on you for bringing it up. I mean, it's it's a terrific, standpoint. yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a, it, it's a good topic because more and more we're we're seeing good outcomes, if not great outcomes. So we should well, talk more. And, and Did, mental health affects your physical health. Your physical health affects your no mental question. health. Like you look at Minnesota yeah. right now; they're they're banged up. They got so many injuries. Montreal, we play Sabers play Montreal tonight. They got so many injuries and. Yeah. At times, it's becoming like almost like a depressing state when everybody's yeah. always getting hurt. So they they're hand in hand. Like Bill Guerin said, I've never seen anything like it. Right in Minnesota, Crazy. top players getting hurt like that. Like 
That's why I think it used to be just focused on physical health, but now both of them, they, they come together. Have yeah. to. Yeah, it's so important. Um, but again, we're repeating ourselves, but teams are mindful of all of this. Coaches mm-hmm. are mind- Coaches are still going to coach hard, right? You know, they're going to make tough decisions. You got playing well, you're going to get sat in certain situations. Managers are going to make business-related decisions. But when it comes to the well-being of their players, I would say all organizations take that very seriously, mentally and physically. So, Darren, um, with Minnesota having the injuries that they're having, Vegas has just been finding ways to lose. Yes, they've had injuries, too. New Jersey is starting to find ways to win. San Jose has regressed (laughs) record-wise to what they were in October, having lost nine in a row. But some say it's not that bad. I mean, when you put all these teams in a basket and try to sort through their issues, like which one of them for you is closest to being able I'll put it that way to yeah. do something about it because obviously the cap often yeah. confines teams from working themselves out of tough situations, right? Well, yeah. Look, I don't think San Jose wants to do anything about Correct. it. Yeah. You know, right. Obviously, they're going to be further sellers as you know, they they look to the draft and Macklin Celebrini, who we all watched mm-hmm. as part of Team Canada at the World Juniors. Um, it feels like Vegas is just that kind of team where they just internally find a way to sort it out. You know, they've had more than their share of goaltending issues, certainly last year, now a little bit this year again. But the one thing that the Vegas Golden Knights did well, and I don't know if it's the experience of Bruce Cassidy, he made sure that those players understood the roller coaster that they were about to jump on in trying to defend that Stanley Cup Mm -hmm. and openly talked about what they're dealing with right now. Okay, you're going to go through stretches of play in the regular season where you don't think that you have any business trying to defend for the Stanley Cup. But trust me, trust the process. It's just part of going through, you know, the the ebbs and flows and the parity that exists in the NHL. So I don't have any concerns about the Vegas Golden Knights. I think that they're going to be a good team. Um, I go back and forth with Tom Fitzgerald, who's uh, one of my favorite GMs in the National Hockey League, because he just he too finds a way to 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 get to business and get things handled. We've talked about the goaltending of the New Jersey Devils on this segment before. Um, he doesn't seem to be in any big rush to to try and and bring in reinforcements or look for an upgrade. And maybe that's because he's looking around the league and seeing so many other teams that have below average goaltending and, and or injuries yeah, or injuries. And the reality is they're just there. There aren't upgrades available. Or if there's a goalie that you, you may want to take a gamble on the asking price is through the roof because again, it's supply and demand here. So I, I look at New Jersey and I look at Vegas among the teams that you've talked about here, Duffer, and I don't have big concerns. I, I still see the New Jersey devils making their way into the playoffs. I, yeah. I, I don't, Doubt that we much. uh we saw a unicorn yesterday. A Uh-oh. unicorn, we saw a unicorn, <laughs> and because there you go on the screen, we get the unicorn because we talked about Ilya Samsonov and you talk yeah. about golden here on the league. Martin Jones played on back to back night and got two wins. Did I not tell no. you who they I said they would be fine? I said Jones yes. would be fine, yes, yeah. yes, but uh. <laughs> Dregs, what is going on with the Leafs that they have to play their goalie back-to-back nights? It's a terrible situation. Come on, terrible. People. They I can do it. They can play back-to-back nights. I heard somebody say on radio today, <laughs> won't say who, that, well, that's dangerous. Martin Jones could have gotten hurt. And if he got hurt, oh. they would have been in trouble. I'm like, what? We're playing like <laughs> he could get hurt anytime. Come on. Yeah. 
Now I'm with you. I guess I was a little bit surprised because there's been so much talk um, in the Toronto market about Hidalby and how well he's played in the in in the American League. <clears throat> and it seemed not that Anaheim is a complete pushover. It just seemed that of the two games in Southern California, if you're going to give the kid a taste, that would be where you'd give him the taste in the back-to-back. But um I mean, that game last night, uh, which was very late for me. I'm get, Again, I'm getting old. I'm staying <laughs> up for these late games is a challenge for me. How about Lucas Dostal? Yeah, Woo! amazing. 55 uh, saves. Uh, 55 record. Saves. Yeah. record. That's a, Now, again, we want to get into some trade speculation. John Gibson's name has been out there for a while, right? I mean, you know, it's been for years, in fact, his name has been out there. But... I had a chat with Dave Nonis this morning, and and now of course he works with Calgary, but not that far removed from the Anaheim Ducks. And I'm like, where did where did this Dostal come from? He's like, he's a fourth round draft pick, yeah. and you know they had time for him, but then he seemed to settle and and maybe even regress a little bit. And now yet here he is, nice and he's good. making things interesting in the NHL. Well, San Diego was so bad yeah, last yeah. year that they, it was it was hard to imagine a positive in any situation, right? And that's yeah. tough. Th- those are real tough in your development years as a goalie when your team is that yeah. bad when you're trying to take that next step. But anyway, great stuff today, Darren. Thank you so much for this, and uh, we will see you next week. Yeah, had a great chat. You guys have a great weekend. <laughs> Darren Dreger, Hockey Insider from TSN. We'll wrap up Sabres Live after this. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.